Konnichiwa. And hello, Sumo fans. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie, and welcome to Sumo Kaboom. Sumo Kaboom. Where we talk about all things Sumo. Yeah, and we're jumping right into the boss show, days four through ten, just cherry picking our favorite fights, things that stand out to us. We have to skip over a lot of Sumo that oh, we love. Oh, man. Just because we How only we have so much time. Limit it. I mean, there's so yeah. much good stuff to talk about. Do you have any news before we jump into day four? Yes, just one or two little tidbits. Aoyama got his Japanese nationality. He got his citizenship, which paves the way for him to become part of the JSA, become an Oyakata. So he's, I think, only the second European-born wrestler to get Japanese citizenship. Um, anyway, so this is a possible signal, though. Also, some speculate that he's getting all of his plans in order to retire in the near future. He is 35. So... He's yeah. ancient. He's so old. No, but that's exciting. And um, yeah, so... That is that. Also, I think we talked last time about Ishiura went out on the third day. Fourth. Fourth. Okay. He has a medical certificate that suggested two weeks off rest for cervical radiculopathy. Radio. Ra- radical- Radiculopathy. Radic. <laughs> <laughs> well, my pronunciation of that was radic. Well, yeah, I would be real surprised if he came back because this is not an injury you want to mess around with. I thought the same thing, too. But apparently he is coming back for day 11. Well, then that kid is made of some tougher stuff than I will ever be made of. Because if I ran into anyone and my neck made a funny noise and I was like walking around with my head to the side for a while, I would take my time off. Agreed. But you and I are both not Ishiura. So there you go. That is all I've got. Okay, bingo. Uh, I know by the time this goes out, we're going to be right close to people bingoing. We do still have a few cards. We've got like 440 cards out there. So there are a few left. If you want to jump in at the last minute, get your card and start marking them off. Right. Okay. And a reminder, a kind, gentle reminder. Please send us an email the second you get that Makikoshi bingo or that Kachikoshi bingo. You can then tag us on social media because we definitely want to see your cards. Thank you in advance for all of the kind souls who are going to send us an email first. Okay, that's all I have to say. Okay, day four. Okay, day four. Uh, I just want to mention Wakataka Kage on day four simply because of his fabulous losing face after his fight with Kiribayama by Hitaki Komi on day four. I just love his losing face. It's so, so angry. He hates like, to lose. Never again. Oh, and uh, yeah, it was there on display and I loved it on day four. Okay, um, just a few fights that stood out to me. Aqua? versus Chiona Kuni on day four. This one was memorable simply because of the Kimarite that was used. Remember, this is the fight where it looked like Akawa was trying to pull Chiona Kuni over his shoulder by the arm and down to the ground, and Chio Kuni was just having none of it. Instead, he tripped up Akawa's legs in a messy jumble that was officially entitled a Kiri Kayeshi, the twisting backwards knee trip. I had to look it up. It looked like a jumble of legs. It just looked crazy. But basically, Chiona Kuni drove his knee into the back of Aqua's knee mm-hmm. and then twisted him down by the belt. It was a pretty cool, slick move that I remembered at day four. Takayasu, day four. He's been beating his foes pretty quickly up to this point, And he had a longer match with Kotonawaka yes. on day four. Takayasu has blossomed with the extra rest that he got from missing the last Basho, it seems to have really helped him get his mojo back. He and Kotonawaka traded holds on the belt, each one shuffling and moving arms to get a different position. There was lots of hip wiggling from Takayasu in this one. And after really taking his time to set it up correctly, Takayasu pulled a gorgeous, gorgeous Uwatanage against the youngster for his fourth win in a row on day four. Abi then used a kotanage mm-hmm. against Meisei on day four. And this was memorable to me simply because he used a kotanage, a pusher thruster 
used a belt throw. Yeah, uh, he's blossomed. I mean, he's definitely been working on his belt. Yeah, his belt technique. I mean, one, it was executed beautifully, but two, it showed maybe some forethought. It shows that Abi has been building a wider range of skills mm-hmm. in his time off. It shows that he's diversifying a bit and he's a little less predictable mm-hmm. than he was before he disappeared. Uh, I really just loved everything about that fight. And Abi came out with a win on day four. A couple more to mention that I loved on day four. Ura and Shodai met on day four. Uh, both mm-hmm. had lost their matches all on the first three days. Yes. Okay. They're both kind of down in the dumps. Shodai has the weight of the world on yes. his shoulders. Okay. I had forgotten the stats on the meeting of these guys. It was two to one in Ura's favor, mm. which I was kind of surprised by. There was, as you would expect, a very soft touchy eye. Ura came in super low, reached for Shodai's belt. Shodai tried to wrap up Ura, but Ura pulled on Shodai's arm with some mighty, mighty strength, pulling him forward and off balance. All Ura had to do was stay with him and continue pushing him out by the belt and then on his back for an okuridashi. Ura beat an Ozeki, though I will say a very sick and down right. in the dumps looking Ozeki. Right. An Ozeki who had been very sick. And yeah, yeah. I mean, same thing with Ted and Fuji. They all had coronavirus. I just did like a Spanish coronavirus. 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 And day four, this is when I really did start to think coronavirus for Shodai. Or because coronavirus. He, <laughs> because he was so low energy. Yes. And he just had no fight. He just did not have the Shodai umph. Yeah. And what choice did he have? He could not stay at home. Right. And say, I'm not going to show up. He's caught a bond. He has to be there. So this is when I really thought, oh, it's the virus. It is the Spanish-sounding coronavirus. coronavirus. <laughs> Which is, is really actually down. not correct. Apologies not, not, to anyone who's a native Spanish speaker. I <laughs> just bastardized the coronavirus. All right. So also on day four, Terunofuji was still in at this point, and he looked really strong against Ichinojo. Mm-hmm. He grabbed Ichinojo's belt from the front, lifted Ichinojo up close, and walked him backwards and out. It was really great sumo from Terunofuji. Straightforward, easy to follow for a newbie like me. That's about all I have to say about day four. Well, let's move on to day five. I just want to state uh, on day five, this is the day, uh, the match between Tochi Notion and Koto Kuzan, that I don't care anything about the match. The most important thing I learned from watching this match is that Murray said that Tochi Notion is a qualified dental technician. <laughs> oh, now I missed that. <laughs> Tochi Notion, a qualified dental technician. Doesn't need to think about teeth now. I missed that one altogether. I was just like, did I hear that right? Why did I not know this? You would think his hands would be a bit big you to would, go into someone else's mouth. I mean, he's not a dentist. He wouldn't be pulling teeth. But if you but needed some extra cleaning, muscle... He would be cleaning your teeth. Right. Isn't that's that, what, big, isn't that what they hand. would do? That's a big hand that's to go into a very big hand. I guess if you're going to pull a tooth from a mouth, it's exactly the hands you want to get in there. Exactly. But, but wow. dental hygienists don't do that. Or dental technicians don't do that. A dental tech... Definitely cleans the plaque off your teeth. Yes, and but that does is not terrifying to think of. That is terrifying <laughs> to think of Tochi Notion coming towards my mouth with dental tools. Anyway, I'm sorry. That image in anyway. my mind is so good. Him like sitting right next to me <laughs> and, like, a in this mawashi. No, mawashi, but like with a white dentist coat. Yes, on. right over the top, putting that little thing, <laughs> which the is bib my favorite look, me, which is shirt on top, no bottom, with a smile on his face <laughs> and those gorgeous eyes looking at me and saying, "Open wide." Like there's something so kind of cute and terrifying at the same time about that. Well, that's what I took away from that bout. Uh, Kotoku's lost in a non-technique <laughs> when he stepped up. That's it. Um, day five, Chiyomaru, I believe, got his 500th career win. So that was him mm, versus yeah, Tadetsuyoshi. Yeah, yeah. But let's skip to Shimano Umi versus Kotoeko. Now, Kotoeko, he's just been surprising me. This one, I just took notice because right off the Tachiai, Kotoeko does a decent job of kind of getting inside, you know, trying to get an inside grip on Shimano Umi. Neither men, though, have a good Mawashi grip that's solid enough to do anything with. They let go of kind of whatever they had and they stall out in the center. But Kotoeko quickly shifts to the side of Shimano Umi and gets a left side grip 
of the belt of Shimanaumi. He then advances forward and hops and pushes Shimanaumi to the edge. But Shimanaumi, he pivoted at the edge and sort of tries to throw Kotoeko, but Kotoeko is flying through the air horizontally at this point, trying to finish Shimanaumi off, all the while flying like a bird. He gets the win. Caw, 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 caw. Takara Fuji versus Takayasu. Now, granted, I did skip a whole bunch of stuff, but let's just lean into Takayasu because there's so many people talking a lot about Takayasu. So let's just keep talking about Takayasu. This is him versus Takara Fuji. Takayasu goes for a thrusting game up top. You know, he's just like got so much energy with that. Even though Takara Fuji's head is so squarely on his body, he doesn't budge, <laughs> right? He has the neck of Now that would be of a, a, god. a skill if someone could detach their head and just like lay it on their back for a while. and Like then... a Pez dispenser? Exactly. And yeah. then bring well, it back up. Takara Fuji is not your man. His head is squarely on those shoulders. That's a horror movie in there somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't budge, but Takayasu is so very strong. Okay, he manages to push Takara Fuji to the edge with these big blasts. Takara Fuji, though, advances back with some weak inside outside grip. It's not doing much. Takayasu is pushed, though, almost to the edge himself, but he pivots or he shifts and kind of opens up his body. And Takara Fuji goes tumbling forward off balance a bit. Takayasu sneaks in behind and finishes him off with a Tsukiyotoshi. Takayasu is being smart and patient and epically strong. I think you're being very professional about this because, because he's I my know, favorite. I know your heart is in this, and <laughs> I'm not the only saying, one. You're saying very unemotional and unattached. the only one who is all in. But okay, I do not want to jinx it. Sweat. Knock on wood. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to jinx it. Okay. 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 Takanosho versus Abi. Abi meets Takanosho with an epic tachiai, super big blast. I'd say Takanosho actually had more gas in the tank up top. Takanosho kept barreling forward, though, with thrusts and meetings, meeting like Obi's thrusts equally. But he's charging too fast. And as Obi is backing up, he steps to the side. And then, same deal as before, Takanosho flings himself out of the ring. But Obi dances on the Tawada safely, kind of inside. It was a Hikaki win for Abi, which looks like he shifted at the edge. He grabbed the arm of Takanosho and escorted him out of the ring. I don't know if I broke that down. It says like he did a lot of different things. <laughs> um, but I just want to point out that it was another Kimorite from Abi. Yeah, that, that was we had not seen. a push or a thrust. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Abi, way more variety yet yeah, again. I mean, we've been it. on the new Obi train since he got back in, in the top division. Um, but he really has proved to everyone and continues to prove that all that time he took off, he really did improve his skill set. That's the theme here is if more sumo wrestlers would have more time off, they would all be stronger and better. Absolutely. Anyway, I'm sticking with that theory. It may be totally wrong, but I'm sticking with it. I think you're right, though. <laughs> Wakatakakage versus Hoshoryu. Now, Wakatakakage outmuscled Hoshoryu in the end. We had a mata on Wakatakakage up top, but as they did it over, Wakatakakage had the same powerful tachiai that he had before, and that had Hoshoryu stepping backwards. Wakatakakage kept up the pressure, charged Hoshoryu backwards. Hoshoryu tried his best to sneak to the side, but Wakatakakage did not allow that and kept him centered square. Hoshoryu was simply pushed out. He was not allowed to evade. Wakatakakage, another theme, somebody who's becoming kind of a technician and so quick to respond. And he's just like a little tank of muscle. So he's incredibly strong. He's doing really, really well. I'm seeing uh, more experience yeah. from Wakataka Kage. Yeah. Because he's been up here a little bit longer. Yep. Uh, it's still quite new for Hoshoryu. And Hoshoryu's back is covered with big old cupping marks. Yep. Which tells me there's an issue. There. Right. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's hit that top wall. You know how wrestlers will climb and climb and then sort of hit a spot yep. and then go back down a little yep. bit? I feel like Wakataka Kage did that earlier, yep. but we're not seeing the injury mm -hmm. in Wakataka Kage yet. Right. Right. So that all plays to his favor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Shodai versus Ono Show. Okay. So we had a big Tachiai from Ono Show, as expected. Shodai absorbed it. Ono Show is throwing everything. Everything 
that you can possibly throw at the neck of Shodai. Here's a kitchen sink. Here it is. Shodai resists and pivots around and charges back on Onosho. And in that, he reaches over with his left hand to the T-bar of the Mawashi of, it's the shallow, it's the, it's not the shallow, it's the really deep grip on um, Onosho. The thong. The thong grip, yeah. Now he's in a better position than Onosho. He swings Onosho down with the Owatanage to the ground. Finally, Shodai gets his win. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the main thing about this fight was that he decided in that first initial charge to not move backwards. He took all of Onosho's fire. He didn't give any ground and he decided to charge back. The aggression was there. And I know that that's the same Shodai that won the Yusho is the one that charges back after the Tachiai, even if he absorbs it. So that was my thing when I watched this one. It felt like a big breakthrough moment for Shodai uh, watching this one, getting that first win. Also, his entire body turned pink after this. I don't know if you noticed that. But I thought, oh, there's that inner fire. There's that inner heat. It's almost like he broke a fever sweat or something. He got through the wall and either found that well of energy underneath or just finally was enough of himself to put all the pieces back together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well done. I jumped up and down and screamed. I'm I did very too. happy for him. I know. There's uh, there's lots of stuff to talk about. Do I talk about Kiriwayama versus Mitakiyumi? Yes. Okay. Surprise. Okay. So we got a big Tachi eye from Mitakiyumi. It had Kiribayama at the ropes in about three steps, but Kiribayama resisted. Mitakiyumi cannot finish him off. Kiribayama is standing strong and then scoots himself more inside of the ring towards the center. And he has now a grip on Mitakiyumi on the right side, inside and left hand outside. Mitakiyumi doesn't have much of anything actually at this point. He's just trying to keep Kiribayama off his belt. It doesn't work because Kiribayama is already there with a better grip than what he's got. Then Kiribayama charges towards Mitakiyumi and Mitakiyumi is either like just too tired to fight back or he knows that he's just had in this position and he gets easily pushed over the Tawada and he's out. Kiribayama got his Ozeki. He won against an Ozeki and Jessica sent us an email to say, did you see Kiribayami's face and smile at the end of this one? And the answer is yes. Yes. It was a very adorable, dimple-filled yeah. smile. Like, it must have been very meaningful. Yeah, to beat an Ozeki. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. So that was that. Tamawashi versus Tadanafuji. Okay. All right, everyone. <laughs> Tamawashi won the Tachiai. He won the Tachiai clearly. He came in strong with a right-hand Notawa attack on Tedanafuji. And Tedanafuji could not escape from Tamawashi's, you know, death grip. Tamawashi pulled down on Tedanafuji's neck, and that had Tedanafuji um, kind of reeling backwards and towards the dirt. He did stay upwards. He stayed upright, but now he's kind of off kilter. He's off his game and everything is just off from here on out. Tedanafuji tries to get an inside left grip on Tamawashi, but he just squares up and Tamawashi just rushes the Yokozuna back. He does two big thrusts and runs Tedanafuji out uh, with this Notawa grip all the way to the end, runs him out of the doyo. So it was an Ushitayoshi win for Tamawashi. And it was a Kimboshi. Yes, because... Yeah. And that's a big deal. Oh, yeah. That's more money for Tamawashi and yeah. more cupcake money. Not only that, but it was the second Kimboshi of the Basho. And I think, I honestly think there is a rule out there for Yokozunas where the JSA comes in and goes, you have given away two. Right. Two Kimboshi. If you are injured, it's time to go out. Right. It gets expensive. Yeah. If you keep losing from here on out. Yeah. Because we have to pay these guys right. for as long as they keep wrestling <laughs> with this Kimboshi. Right. So I... I honestly think those sorts of discussions happen behind the scenes. And that's one of the reasons that Terana Fuji left. That's after right. this day. Yeah. So it was announced day six. I think maybe day five, people assumed it was a shoulder injury. But the newspaper, Nikon Sports, said it was um, a right heel bone contusion and left knee osteoarthritis. Well, last Basho, he got the heel. The shoulder. No, oh, the heel. The heel. Yep. And then this one was the shoulder. No, no. I. <laughs> no, this one, they're I feel like saying, we're playing Operation with Ted and Fuji's body. We, we what, kind of what's are. Out yeah. Of whack? Last Basho, yeah, it was, it was the, the right, right heel. heel. Yeah. And if you watch him move, he was also having issues with the left knee, right. but they didn't talk about that. Right. And, well, and he fell really hard 
also at the end of yeah. day five. He fell on his knee off the doya with that Tamawashi fight. Yeah. So I think he was just holding on, hoping his knee could make it through. Right. And then it just, he finally went, you know what? Yeah. It can't. I can't. I can't do this anymore. Right. I need the rest. Well, and also the papers said that there was also concern because when he had coronavirus, he was out for 10 days. He did not have the preparation to get his body up and ready in time. Uh, day six, Teretsuyoshi withstood a barrage of slaps to the face at the top of his fight with Aoyama. <laughs> so many slaps in the face that people in the audience applauded the guy simply for receiving them. He eventually snuggled in close, though, got Aoyama's belt, and tried to throw that guy three separate times. Yes. Because Aoyama is so much bigger than Teretsuyoshi. It shows you his spirit. I know. The third time was the charm and he set it up right and without holding the belt, he threw a much, much <laughs> larger man to the dirt. I was so very impressed. It was like David this. and Goliath. My yeah. God. His sumo, like small guys that consistently wrestle at this high level are so good. Yeah. So good and so exciting to watch. And he's one of those that's super exciting for lots and lots of different reasons. Uh, I'm going to skip a lot of really fantastic fights. Sorry. But on day six, Takanosho versus Wakataka Kage was super fun for me. There was a big tachi eye at the beginning. Wakataka Kage was taken right to the edge of the ring. He scooted to one side, bent his knees, somehow stayed in, pushed Takanosho back. Takanosho lunged forward and Wakataka Kage used his speed to duck away. He just showed... Man, he's watching his opponents so well, and he's so fast. He's just he quick on his feet. Yeah. He can see when people are going for that last final big push, and he just steps out of the way. So not only does he have power, he really watches his opponents in a very yep. exciting way. Mm-hmm. Hoshoryu versus Abi was another exciting fight on day six. Abi pushed Hoshoryu right to the edge. Somehow, Hoshoryu matrixed and stayed in with one huge push. He pushed Abi all the way from one side of the ring to the other. He pushed, Abi pulled. That was the mistake. And Hoshoryu, Oshidashidem, right on out. Just exciting sumo. Takakesho cannonballed Kiribayama. Unfortunately, Shodai was yeah. back to having no power in his sumo at all on day six against Tamawashi. But Mitakeyumi and Takayasu both looked great, solid, just straightforward sumo from, from these guys. And at the end of day six, it was starting to get kind of exciting. This is about where I start to watch numbers, okay? So Takayasu was still undefeated at day six. And we had a whole bunch of people with five and one following up. So it's just like the race is starting to shape up here mm-hmm. in day six. All right. Day seven. Takiyasu versus Hokuto Fuji. Takiyasu absorbs Hokuto Fuji's energy straight off the Tachiai. Really well done. Takiyasu countered Hokuto Fuji's blast and just gradually backs him up with a brutal thrusting attack to the neck. It works. Easy peasy. Tsukidashi win for Takiyasu. There's a lot of stuff that went down on day seven. Ichinojo versus Kiribayama. Kiribayama spends most of this epically long bout in stallouts, just kind of trying to figure out what to do with this big guy. It starts out with a fast-moving series of exhausting thrusts, hand grabs, and hand switches, and repositioning. Finally, though, Kiribayama gets a grasp on the belt of Ichinojo by shifting around to the back, and then he's got Ichinojo's rear deep Mawashi T-bar grip and charges him out from the rear. A kuridashi, a win for Kiribayama. Wakatakakage versus Daesho. This one was so fun. Wow. It just was like brutal and crashing into each other, slaps, punches. It looked feisty. Wakatakakage backs Daesho to the edge post Tachiai. Wakatakakage resists and pulls on the arm and flings him around and gets Daesho in an awkward side position, with Daesho somehow resisting being pushed out by hopping around the doyo on one leg. Wakatakakage is now standing directly to the side of Daesho, and he's got a strong front belt grab on Daesho. He lifts up and executes a beautiful rear-lifting body slam. It was Daesho's arm at that point, kind of he was defenseless because it was over the neck of Wakatakakage and he became very, very vulnerable to this kind of awesome looking throw. And that's exactly what he got 
uh, is kind of demolished. <laughs> oh, Okuri, Okuri Tsuriyotoshi. Yeah. 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 It was nice. Um, it was it was an unceremoniously wonderful dump yeah. on, <laughs> yep. on, uh, on the dirt outside the ring with Wakataga Kage showing way more strength. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Hakaho, and I loved it. Yeah. Because that's the kind of stuff that Hakaho does, and I just think it's really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> He finds himself in this position. Ah, I can do this move that'll take him down. And we just don't see it very often. So they've got to have all of those kimarite in their brain to pull out in a split second. And that's just what blows my mind is that's what he came up with. And it's a real technique and it worked in the moment like a charm. Mm -hmm. But that's all I got. Besides Shodai won <laughs> versus Meisei. And I, I will say this was an exciting fight for me, that Shodai versus Meisei, because both of them were 1-5 at that point. Yeah. Both of them were kind of having a rough time. Yeah. Well, and it was uh, it was a sloppy bout, but it was still a win. I like this one because Meisei, he tried with all of his might to hold on with that one leg as yeah. he was going out. And Shodai really, again, had to dig in deep and find something to yeah. actually knock him out. And he did it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Shodai. He, he's, he won. He's still staring at a two and five record. So still enough for him to be like, nervous but yeah it, he was showing some guts and i appreciated it that's all i got all right that takes us to day eight where yu takayama showed up wearing a lot of tape and he's now kind of taped together looks a little bit like chiono kuni yeah <laughs> <laughs> because man a lot must hurt chiono okay? kuni is starting to look like a mummy these days <laughs> <laughs> Well, I took notice of Chiyoshoma on day eight, because here it is halfway through, and we have not seen a Henka yet. And I've got to say I'm impressed by that, because he doesn't have the best record, but he's not Hankaing yet. And when he doesn't Hanka all the time, he officially leaves my villain category, and I can start rooting for him more. Yeah. Yes. So with me more on his side, I will say he did great, great sumo against Aoyama. And maybe everyone's doing great sumo against Aoyama because Aoyama is not feeling so well, but he spun the big guy and he pushed him out from behind with a really great rear push out Okuri Dashi. And I was cheering this guy on. Keep on going, Chiyoshoma, with sumo like that, and you'll have my fandom forever. Okay? I'm going to skip all the way to Takayasu versus Wakamoto Haru because it was a first time meeting between these two. And oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It was so exciting. The hip wiggles. The <gasps> hip wiggles there are enough to just like... I was so happy with just watching all of Takayasu's hip it's wiggles. Like, it's like being at a rock rock show. Like, it's... Ah, it just makes you want to scream for things like that. I just want to say, for Wakamoto Haru, this is a big test against yeah. an ex-Ozeki who is really in form right now. Yeah, he's okay? got a lot of momentum. Yeah, and Wakamoto Haru new to this level. Like, this is such great training for him in every way, shape, and form. So no matter how it ends up, it's just good for right. everybody, okay? They locked up right away, and there was a long, long time where each one was going for the belt, but Takayasu would do that hip wickle that you love, and he would deny Wakamoto Haru the grip, and Wakamoto Haru would shift away super quickly, but Takayasu would stay right with them. And he was super patient, waiting for just the right moment, and eventually, Takayasu got a grip, and he threw in a Watanage, but Wakamoto Haru put up such a huge fight here, hopping on one leg as Takayasu had to spin a full 360 degrees before Wakamoto Haru finally hit the dirt. I was impressed by Takayasu's stamina, by Wakamoto Haru's balance. It was just a great fight all the way around, and the audience loved it too. Oh, yeah. And I kept thinking as I looked at his hips working, 
how strong that hip wiggle is. He feels oh, sure it. You were thinking no, 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 that. no, legitimately, I really was. You could see Wakamoto Haru's little fingers yep. just like creeping into the belt. The angle was square on his butt. Yeah. Like when he uses his hip to dislodge a hand from it. Yep. I was like, get this guy on the dance floor and give him some salsa music because I need to see those hips really in action. Twist it up, baby. Let's twist Very and powerful shout. hips. Hip movement. He, would, he could earn an award for those twisting 100%. movements. 100%. Who I would put in the competition, he would hands like, down win. Hakaho could do it faster, but Takayasu could do it stronger, That's maybe. maybe. <laughs> On the twist. twist the twist-a-thon. Yes. <laughs> the sumo twist-a-thon. Oh, my God. I love it. Okay. There was so much back and forth in the fight between Tobizaru and Hokuto Fuji oh, wow. on this day. Wow. When they both finally flew off the doyo together... The judges called for a rematch, which was a great call. Because we we love a two for one. Yeah, and we got everything in this fight. We got head knocks. We got simultaneous throws. We got big pushes. We got edge saves. We got a test of endurance. That big old Hokuto Fuji one this time. I love Hokuto Fuji's heart and soul. It goes into his sumo. Every time he steps on the doyo, and Hokuto Fuji walked away with this win today. So and they were good plum tuckered. Yes, yes, they were, <laughs> they were beat. <laughs> Wakataka Kage versus Ura. I'm talking a lot about Wakataka Kage this basho because. His sumo is really exciting to me right now. This was a match of two smaller rikishi, and who doesn't want to see that? Who doesn't want to watch smaller guys do sumo? The tachiai at the beginning was so low and close to the ground, but Wakataka Kage wiggled his way underneath Ura's pushes, and once he was lower, there was just no way for Ura to get away from that, and Wakataka Kage took him out. Ura's not getting many wins at Maegashir 1, but that's kind of to be expected. He's fighting as at his career high right now, so he's kind of, you know, he's, he's meeting that wall, a whole new level of skill, right? Good right. for Aura. And Wakataka Kage continues, continues to successfully take on all these wrestlers of varying sizes, skills, and abilities and put more tools in his pocket and impress me more and more with the way he's able to handle wrestlers of different sizes. He absolutely deserves that second walking spot right now. Yeah. Okay, Kiribayama got in and under Shodai at a Tachiai between the two of them on day eight. Kiribayama actually got a double inside grip on Shodai, and I thought, oh my god. Oh my god, no! But Shodai lifted those arms, completely broke the hold Mm -hmm. on his belt. He lifted, he spun, he pushed, and out went Kiribayama. It was beautiful, beautiful work by Shodai. It took Shodai to three and five, yes. finally putting a couple of wins together. I finally got to relax a little bit. I was like, okay, he's on that train. Shodai's on the train. Right. Well, I want to just mention, because we haven't really talked much about him, Kotano Waka, him versus Indo. And this was a match that I don't know. I just thought when I was watching him on this day, he just looked like a real pro. And I know that seems strange because when you look at him, he kind of looks like a 15-year-old who's just, you just don't take notice. He just mm-hmm. looks so young, like he can't be good. But he beat Indo and he just full steam ahead post I charged and Indo went out. Indo was not an easy guy to beat. And Kotonuaka is sitting at Maegashira 6. So a good reminder that like he's fighting some pretty tough guys. And at this point, he's 7-1 after this day. Day 9. Chiyomaru versus Koto Kuzan. This was a schoolyard fight, okay? There was so much slapping, shifting to the side, and step-arounds. Chiyomaru does a great job readjusting quickly to Koto Kuzan's quick sumo, but it all adds up to be just too much of, of a dominant Koto Kuzan fight. So Koto Kuzan, he just shows every bit he deserves to be up in Makauchi with this fight. He looked fast, determined, and he's got really quick footwork and good focus. He just chased Chiyomaru all around the ring. And at one point, Chiyomaru, who is fast and he's responding well to this fast pace, he did a huge shoulder swat, which turned Kotokuzan to the edge and almost fully out of the ring. But Kotokuzan, he quickly gathered himself, turned to Chiyomaru again, advanced and chased Chiyomaru all around the ring and finished him off with a rapid series of slaps and pushes. Tsukidashi win for Kotokuzan. Jassy Ken. Yep. Well done. Kotoeko. 
He had a beautiful beltless arm throw at the edge on Kagiaki. And Kagiaki drove him to the edge, but Kotoeko just smartly at the edge, looked at Kagiaki and swung Kagiaki to the dirt. It was a thing of beauty. It just shows these littler guys... Man, they're strong. Well, and speaking of a smaller guy from Teretsuyoshi, yep. a Watashi Komi win over Sada Naomi. It's a thigh-grabbing pushdown. Now, we just never see this technique, but pretty much Teretsuyoshi, right off the tachi eye, goes for the knee grab. He goes kind of usually for an ashitori. He's good at that. Sada Naomi hops backwards to avoid it, but with that kind of backward momentum, Teretsuyoshi drives further in this super low position and sort of gets his head situated in the belly of Sada Naomi, grabs the right leg, lifts up, and uh, pushes Sada Naomi back and out. And Sada Naomi is unable to defend himself on one leg. <laughs> I always picture it, you know, if you were to say, if you were to say, watch a couple seven-year-olds or, you know, seven-year-old boys try to wrestle, this is what they would do. They would just like <laughs> run head first into the other one, pick up their leg and keep running. Yeah. And that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Takiasu versus Aoyama. They haven't met in a year. Now, Takiyasu comes out strong in the Tachiai. He drives Aoyama backwards, showing his superior strength. He outmuscles Aoyama with perseverance and patience. Aoyama gets continually backed up to the edge with each Takiyasu advance. He does shift to avoid Takiyasu, but Takiyasu just follows and tries again. Big blast after big blast. Aoyama tries a pull-down maneuver amongst all of this, but Takiyasu stays on his feet, turns, refocuses, advances again like an angry bear. Takiyasu tries a pull-down maneuver on Aoyama because this is going on for a while, but Aoyama stays on his feet. He advances back on Takiyasu to the edge, but Takiyasu stays in again and advances back. There was so much back and forth, it was nuts. They stall out. Takiyasu eventually swings his arm around and gets an inside left grab on the belt, and from there on out, Takiyasu dominates. Aoyama tries a desperate leg sweep as he's moving backwards, but he's just too plain tuckered out to fight off Takiyasu anymore. Not an easy match for Takiyasu, but Takiyasu is showing all of his strength and endurance in this. He wins with just plain old brawn. And still perfect at and, the end yeah. of nine, nine days. And nine oh. and oh. Okay. Wakataka Kage versus Ichinojo. This was over a two-minute match. Wakataka Kage hits and shifts at the Tachiai and spends most of this match just trying to maneuver a much heavier opponent all around the ring. Mm -hmm. Just trying to... He, he's focusing on his lower half. It just... Because there's like a 150-pound difference. Yeah. Plus... 150 yeah. plus pound difference between yes. the two of them. And actually, Ichinojo, he's moving quite fast in this bout. And he gets an upper arm grab on Wakataka Kage. And he flings him around. Wakataka Kage tries to get real low and into the chest of Ichinojo as a response. And he pulls down on Ichinojo. But Ichinojo doesn't budge. But he is caught. He's caught kind of grabbing pretty much over the back of Wakataka Kage now. Okay, it stalls out in this weird position. Ichinojo just sits there with both of Wakataka Kage's upper arms wrapped up in his. It's a really long stall out in the center, and we're just waiting for somebody to make a move. Well, really fast, Wakataka Kage gets a deep right inside Mawashi grab on Ichinojo, but he can't, he still can't move the big man, like at all. Finally, he lifts up in one super strong move. He lifted up on Ichinojo's center of gravity, and now he's vulnerable. Wakataka Kage, he charges him back and finishes him off with a big belly bump over. My favorite part of this, at the interview, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. Wakataka Kage looked like he had run three miles at the end of the sumo match. <laughs> like his hair was all askew. He was completely completely smashed he had sumo head oh my like, god like bed head but oh worse. yeah you could just tell he man that was not an easy one for him no now an interesting match was the takakesho versus endo this match up top had angry blasts from the hamster himself it, it was a rhythm. It was a, yeah, it was, it was stroke this, to stroke. Yeah, it was like blast, mirror. Blast, you know, it was like that blast. mirror acting exercise. It really is. <laughs> but as I watched it, I thought, Indo, it's part of his approach. Accept the rhythm that Takakesho presents, and if you can get him in that rhythm for long enough, he thinks he's going to win out. 
But if he can get in that rhythm too, and then slightly change the rhythm, then he gets Takakesho vulnerable. I thought maybe if you just keep him going long and longer than like eight seconds. Well, that too. He's like the he's bull at the rodeo. If you could <laughs> stay on for more than eight seconds, you got a real good shot. That's so true. But what's interesting is after all those blessed and slappy slaps, they both do massive open hand punches and slaps to the face. The whole crowd was like, ooh. Indo charges forward right after that. Either he made him mad or he got Takakesho mad enough that he became unthinking. So Takakesho gets, as he's going backwards, he gets a Kotanage hold on Indo's right arm and attempts to pull a throw. But Indo, which is unusual. I know. I know. Very unusual. <laughs> you never see the little guy. Very little arms to throw with. <laughs> but he tried. Indo denies this and just pancakes Instead, on top of Takakesho, and Takakesho's butt hits the dirt first, which yeah. I actually thought, yeah, if you can avoid getting thrown by this little hamster, just fall on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, and don't, his sumo was incredible yeah. against Takakesho. Just watching Takakesho's every move and mirroring them 100%. I would really love to see him do that on a more consistent basis. I would too. Because Endo can do that. He, he is likes the, to be the thorn in the side really of these does. high-ranked wrestlers, but, but so he'll lose got, it to lower-ranked wrestlers. He's got the ability to read these guys so well. And yeah. when he's on, he is on. He's got Everything he needs is just not as consistent as I would like for it to be. Yeah. So I think I think that took Endo to six and three, if yeah. I'm remembering correctly. And I think that was Takakesho's third loss, which is six and three as well. Yeah. So it kind of took him a bit, yeah, off the leader's board. That was yeah. a big loss for Takakesho. Yeah. So the last two matches of the day, Shodai versus Hoshoryu and Tamawashi versus Mitakiyumi, both exciting, but I'll focus on this Shodai and Hoshoryu match first. Hoshoryu is quick up top and back Shodai to the edge. He's got a strong left-hand grip on Shodai. Hoshoryu is dominating the match and just flinging around a very floppy <laughs> Shodai all around. Shodai allows this, but he gets an upper inside left grab on Hoshoryu and gets chest to chest with Hoshoryu. He disallows Hoshoryu the opportunity to throw him. So this is very smart, patient thinking, all the while withstanding Hoshoryu's crazy fast attempts in every possible way to bring him down. Shodai sort of pivoted out and puts all of his body weight into Hoshoryu as Hoshoryu attempts a throw. And then Shodai uses this upper body weight and just leans into Hoshoryu's side, right side. That weight pushed Hoshoryu out instead of Shodai getting thrown himself. Which took his record to four and five. Yes. <sighs> yes. Right. One thing I want to say about Shodai, Shodai is such an exciting guy to watch because he often looks like he's about to lose. Yeah. <laughs> and then he turns it around. And that Or will, he doesn't, but... <laughs> that will get me every time. I know. I mean, if you can make that turn at the edge and win, I will, I will be your biggest fan. Yep. <sighs> so Shodai has that in spades. <laughs> Yes. Spades. Okay. So at the end of day nine, Takayasu was still undefeated. And we had three guys at eight and one, Mitakeyumi, Wakatakakage, and Kotonawaka. And I would say three out of the four of them are kind of unexpected mm -hmm. to be in the race for the Basho. Mm -hmm. Right? I think everybody sort of expected Mitakeyumi to be up here. But uh, the other three, surprise. And so it gets exciting. It does. Okay. Day 10, Kotoeko versus Ichi Yamamoto on day 10. There was a big body difference here. Yes. I always love watching sumo where there's yes. a big size difference. Yeah. Okay. Kotoeko, small and compact. Ichi Yamamoto, tall and lean. Kotoeko withstood the relentless pushes at the top from Ichi Yamamoto, got his right hand on the belt, but Ichi Yamamoto's arms are so long. That he yeah. can reach right over Koto Echoes yeah. and grab Koto Echoes' belt. Like, most of the time that can't happen. But just because of the way their bodies are built, it could happen. Okay, so these two locked up like that. They tried to throw each other. And Koto Echo looked to be, as they say in Hamilton, outgunned. Yeah. Outmanned, <laughs> right? <laughs> so he's at the edge. He looks like he's going down, but he got on his very tippy, tippy, tippy toes and he lifted one knee on his tippy toes on the Tawada and somehow spun around and threw Ichiyamamoto instead. And when they separated, there was blood 
all over the place. It took a second to figure out where it came from. It came from poor Kotoweko's nose. Right. So he got a bloody nose, but he got to win in this one. He showed every bit to that youngster mm-hmm. what a season pro looks like with that mm-hmm. move. Yes. It was a lesson. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of another lesson, it makes perfect sense that Teretsuyoshi would be the man to just flummox Wakamoto Haru. You're right. Teretsuyoshi's katasukashi was just too much for Wakamoto Haru. And he just sort of walked out of the ring like, I cannot believe I just fell for that. <laughs> but I did. But I did. <laughs> How did I end up there? Yeah. And on day 10, there's still no Henka from Chiyoshoma. No, but he, if he wasn't a sumo wrestler, he should be a soccer star. Because With all his those kicks, leg trips. That's his new Henka. It's just kicks to trips. the shin, kicks to the shin, more kicks to the shin. I know, which I don't like a lot because it really does look like he's kicking Miyogi-do on day 10. But there's still no Henka. That's right. So that I'll is... I'll take a leg sweep any day yeah. over a Henka. <laughs> And Chiyoshoma won without using the Hanka on day 10, which has got to be a record. He's going into the final four days of the Basho Hankaless. That's amazing. It is kind of amazing. We got to see a lightning fast step back in Squinage from Kiribayama against Onosho. Oh, it was so, so, so pretty. It was pretty. pretty. Very pretty. Ah. <sighs> Again, Kota Nawaka did well, but I'm not going to talk about him because his sumo wasn't flashy. I know. Sorry. But to remember, he was fighting Daesho. <laughs> I know. I mean, the young kid just, it was a nice shift and slap down. Easy peasy over Daesho. So. I know. But sorry. But sorry. Sorry, kid. But also, but sometimes Daesho gets himself in a vulnerable position by being too far forward. And the young kid just took advantage of that. Yeah. He's like, he's too far forward. Slap down and I'm out. Yes, he did. But I'm going to talk about. Takeyasu versus Hosoryu. Yes, please. Magishira 7 versus Komasubi. Oh, man. What a treat. What a treat this one was. Oh, my goodness. Takeyasu patiently and with really fantastic grounded energy withstood all of Hosoryu's attempts to throw and trip and push. They eventually locked up Takeyasu patiently worked himself tighter and tighter around Hoshoryu, eventually getting to Hoshoryu's side, getting closer and closer, all the while Hoshoryu was trying to move his arms, trying to throw Takeyasu to the ground. But Takeyasu was so balanced that Hoshoryu could not figure out how to throw the guy. Takeyasu lifted from the side, moved Hoshoryu out. His patience again was incredible. His body again looks great. And with that win, he went to 10 and 0. And I will not jinx this winning streak. I will not jinx this winning streak because we both want it to continue. Yes. He is now in double digits. Yes, he is. Ugh. And do not think about what happened last time. Nope. What happened last nope. time when he was in the lead? Nope. That does not exist anymore. No, nope. nope. it does nope. not. Nope. This man is 10 and 0, double digits. And he, it's going to continue. Let's just keep it at that. It's going to continue. Yes, it is. We had the first meeting of Wakataka Kage and Abi. I was surprised that this was the first meeting, but I guess Wakataka Kage rose when Abi disappeared. That's very true. Wakataka Kage deflected all of Abi's pushes. I mean, somehow. Abi's wrath, if you ever watch this match in slow-mo again, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his wrath is truly, it's murderous. Well, It is I, so rapid fire. I suggest <laughs> people watching this one in slow-mo. But first, let me say, somehow Wakataka Kage got, he got a small cut in his hairline that bled like crazy, but he got the win, Yorikiri. But slow motion is so much fun to watch, not only because of Abi's wrath. Right. But just the technique from Wakataka Kage. Okay, imagine, imagine someone is pummeling you in the face, in the neck. Like at the gym, they have the they have the ball. What are those? Those little. Well, yeah, but you can't punch thing, like the punching ball where yeah, you the go punching bag. Punching bag. I was like, what is it? The ball that hangs from the ceiling. Okay, but I clearly no... don't go to the gym often. <laughs> there's no punching here. It's all no, no, no. shoving. But that's how fast it is. It's yeah, it's rapid fire, and like just imagine someone going at your chest and your chin and your neck with that kind of speed okay you would think that the last absolute last thing on your mind would be to lean into that which is what wakataka kage did i don't know how you think through it i know he leaned in and just kept deflecting or trying to deflect abby's arms 
out of the way, but eventually his head broke through and hit Abby's like grimace on his face. That's what made the cut on his head. And then he could finally push Abby up and out. But it's got to be so counterintuitive. Like, no wonder it takes them years to train how to do this because you got to lean in to that. Yeah. And it is amazing well, to and watch. And that's in the only way to stop it, really. Exactly. I still cannot imagine doing it. No. Nope. It's it's astounding. So that match is worth a watch on day 10. Hokuto Fuji versus Mitakeyumi. I forget this every time. Their record, right? 11 to 12. They've met each other, you know, 23 times, which means that it was basically either one of them has a 50-50 shot. Right. Of walking away with the win. And on day 10, Lady Luck went to Hokuto Fuji. That's who immediately right. got Mitakeyumi's belt with his left hand, and that was it. He just walked him out. It was only shocking because Mitakeyumi has just been on such a good, long winning streak right. here and has been in the top three or four. So that was it was just a sort of surprise, like, oh, he just dropped off the leaderboard there. Wow, yeah. Hokuto Fuji did that. Yes. Yeah. Takakesho versus Takara Fuji. I'll do this one really fast. Of course, as you would expect, Takakesho pushed. Takara Fuji tried to wrap up those little arms. Didn't really work. Takakesho eventually got a kataskashi. The important thing is the win on day 10 from Takakesho gets him within striking distance of that kachikoshi. Took him to 7-3. So he just needs one more win. Right. To hold on to his rank. He's got four days to do that. So Takakesho is looking really, really good to retain his status. Okay, this is one of the storylines I'm watching closely. It's like, yeah. what ha- what's happening with these Ozeki? Yeah. Okay, Mitakeyumi's got his. Takakesho now within striking distance. Shodai on the last fight of day 10 showed some lightning fast speed against Endo. He quickly shifted arm positions and moved Endo out and over the bales. So Shodai is keeping us all excited about his sumo. With that win, his record goes to five and five. So he's got four days to get three more wins to keep his rank. So he does not have as much wiggle rim, but he's got easier foes ahead of him and his energy seems to be returning. So that gets me really super excited about Shodai, too. He can lose one, but that's it. He's got to win the rest of them. Yes. So at the end of day 10, we've got Takayasu still undefeated, 10-0, and 0, followed closely by Wakataka Kage and Kota Nawaka, both at 9-1. and 1. So wow. these new guys mm-hmm. holding at second place followed with his loss today, day 10, by Mitakiyumi. Okay, super exciting. At this point, anything can happen. Anything can happen, y'all. Oh, my gosh. So I guess that is it. That is it for our style of sumo today. We'll be watching the rest of the tournament and watching your bingos come in. That's right. And next week, we'll tell you who won bingo, and we'll have a super exciting winner to talk about. That's the right. Last four days of the boss show. So keep watching sumo. So until then, I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. Sayonara. Bye. Bye. Bye.